0: CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up to date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. Welcome to Off the Page, a weekly podcast produced by the Comox Valley Record. I'm Erin Halschuk, a journalist with the record. Join me as we take a deeper look into the people and stories within the Comox Valley. Today on the podcast, we have Troy Dunham, the Executive Director of the Eureka Support Society in downtown Courtney. It's an organization that is a resource Center for Adults with Persistent Mental Health Issues. Welcome to the podcast, Troy.
1: Thank you very much for having me. So
0: Eureka's been a fixture in the Comox Valley for years, and my understanding is that it actually started in a ward at the old St. Joseph's Hospital Building. Can you tell us a little bit about how Eureka got started and why it got started in the Comox Valley?
1: Sure, yeah. My understanding is that it was essentially a support group for for people that had been basically living inpatient at uh, St chose in the psychiatric ward and so they decided that they wanted to have sort of a peer support group knowing that ultimately the way that we see it too uh, in the end is you need support continue on with regular life and so nobody grows up nobody becomes an adult there's always people around you that help you get there and so that's essentially the way that Eureka started it just kind of grew and grew and grew from there and in uh, I think it was 1996 became a registered charity and kind of went from theirs.
0: A lot of people have seen the Eureka building. It's on 4th Street, really close to Gladstone Brewing, Mm. and may have even walked by it and not necessarily known what it was. How did you guys transition from being that ward in San Jose's Hospital to where you are today?
1: Well, we had rented some space sort of in town in a couple of different areas, and then it was uh, one of the executive directors at the time felt that it was necessary on the board as well that it would be valuable for the organization to have a permanent fixture in the community and so that's essentially how that idea got started and then it became a, a community project where so many people got involved to help raise the funds they identified the facility where we are now and and they were able to purchase that with a lot of help from people in the community and so that was a really big move and we've been there for you know a couple of decades now, been able to kind of become more of that fixture in the community.
0: And I understand it operates as a clubhouse style. What exactly does that mean?
1: Well, we are a clubhouse style, so that's ultimately, there's there's a number of ways that you can kind of look at it, but ultimately we are almost like a drop-in center where we operate certain hours throughout the week. We have programs and activities that happen during those hours, and again, it goes back to that idea that ultimately health and wellness comes together, especially mental health and wellness. We, we need other people around to, to make that happen, and so the clubhouse model ultimately looks at the value of relationship and how. How the various activities the various programs and the various things that people can be part of can really help drive their own mental health in a positive direction by participating in the different aspects of what we do and so we have a Bunch of opportunities for people to kind of get engaged and that way again It, it gives you that purpose. It gives you that drive It gives you something to look forward to and to be a part of that's more than just attending a location or, or an activity
0: people who are interested in the services that Eureka offers, how do they access those services and how is the affiliation made with Island Health?
1: Island Health is our primary supporter, actually, so we receive the, the vast majority of our funds through contract that we operate with them, and so they get to help us out with you know, making sure that we're keeping on track with everything and, and whatnot, but they also are able to refer individuals who have entered into the mental health system in one way or another, and typically it's a case manager that will help refer an individual to our programming. That's the primary way that uh, people can become members and participate. I mean, we all know, uh, at least if we've... experienced the last two years (laughs) we know that mental health is an important aspect of life what once was almost taboo to to even mention has become sort of a forefront of conversation in the community we want to ensure that we can help bridge whatever gaps there are in uh, in services or in uh, communication or in relationship so that uh, people are able to access the the supports that they need
0: in your experience You touched on it a little bit about the conversation about mental health really coming more to the forefront. How has the conversation around mental health changed?
1: In a lot of ways, we're really just getting started. But it has been a number of years coming where we've sort of seen progress happen, I think, in the discussion around mental health. And it's still one of those aspects of life that people are a little bit afraid to to speak about, you know. And the latest statistics that I've read was somewhere around 72% of Canadians are wary or unwilling to talk about issues with mental health especially when it comes to entering into a job situation or into a context like that. So just anywhere, basically anywhere that's not a sort of a private, safe space. Like I said, that says a lot about where we, where we are, but it also says a lot about where we've come from. Because, you know, as just as a personal story, I grew up not knowing anything about one side of my family, And it had everything to do with mental health. There was a lot of stigma attached to, you know, you just don't talk about these things. And that comes from, you know, generations past and culture and society and all of those pieces that kind of come together to create those experiences. It it has a lasting effect on, on people and, you know, even in my own experience as well, being in a position where I... Can talk about mental health freely. I was, I'm still hesitant to talk about my own experience with uh, with mental illness and having my own diagnosis and being on medications myself and and those types of things. And it's uh, it's a scary prospect when you don't know what kind of response you're going to get. I think it's less scary now, but. We're we're really just starting to scratch the surface, I think.
0: And I know that you're fairly new in this role of executive director. Can you tell me a little bit about your own personal background Mm -hmm. in community service and why you decided to take this role with Eureka here in the Comox Valley? I'm only,
1: I'm only a couple of months in, so I am still really fresh. And, uh, and so there's, uh, there's a lot of positives with that because, you know, things are exciting. You know, I'm still learning, so I'm thankful for that. But I've spent the better part of 20 years or so being either directly involved or at the periphery in some way of community services. So I grew up with, uh, with a dad who worked in uh, the government social service office, working directly with people that were on social assistance, different terminology in those days, but he would help find placements for people to find work. And that was was a big part of his job for years. And I even remember as a kid saying, I want to do what my dad does, you know, and like hopefully lots of other kids out there and not really expecting that I would end up... (laughs) (laughs) in some sort of position like that. I've had this interest in nonprofit organizational leadership for a number of years. I did a master's degree in it, and I've been very focused on community development in my my overall career.
0: Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. The demand for services, I'm sure, is skyrocketing. So are you finding that there has always been a gap in services between need and the services, or is there just, are you expecting or are you experiencing right now just an increased demand on what Eureka does?
1: You know, it's a a unique space right now just due to the pandemic right? So I think a lot of numbers and stats might be a little bit skewed because of the last couple of years. It, I think they reflect accurately on the time frame, but overall, if you look at a larger picture, it's kind of a blip, you know, in the timeline uh, in that sense. In some ways, there's a bit of a perfect storm happening where we've had this, you know, significant period of time that nobody really has known how to navigate and that has had its taken and soul. And so more people are have experienced whether they're mental health crises or just uh you know events that have taken place in their lives we've discovered that there's a higher rate of depression in certain age groups uh, because of the last couple of years and uh, and anxiety as well there's certainly elements of, uh, of just the way that the pandemic has hit and and everything that's come along with it that Brings things to the surface more, and has brought things to the surface more. Certainly, now we could say that there's there's a there's a gap, and the gap has gotten bigger between the need and uh, the provision of services. Personally, I think that that gap has existed for quite a while. I don't think it's been as you know as pronounced as it is now, but I, I think that uh, there has been a gap. By nature of, like I said, the various elements that have kind of come into play in general, right? So there's the taboo subject, there's the not willing to talk about things, not willing to get treatment, not willing to, you know, even 20 years ago when I was a college student, the concept of counseling, it was like you were showing weakness somehow. So thankfully, I think we're, I, I, I don't ever want to say we're past something, but I think we're well on the way to a different Connotation around what counseling is and what mental wellness is.
0: Looking ahead, looking in the next six months or year ahead for you and for Eureka, what do you think will be the biggest challenge mm-hmm. going forward?
1: I mean, I think ultimately trying to navigate, once again, uncharted territory everybody was thrown into flux when uh, all of a sudden we weren't allowed to go anywhere years ago in March 2020 and uh, we had to stay away from everybody and we had to work from home and you know Eureka actually shut down for a while because they they just weren't nobody was ready and uh, so that was all navigating you know uncharted territory and since then it's been the same and now we're entering into a new phase of that where we COVID's not gone, but we are used to it now. For me, I think I can speak pretty confidently on behalf of the organization as a whole. We want to find ways to support the community in general. And so yes, we have our membership. Yes, we want to you know we want to see more people come back. We want to see new people come in because we know that it's a valuable support. But what are the other ways that we can that we can engage with other organizations or that we can be supported to others? I want to find those opportunities. That's what the next six months year look looks like is paying attention, showing up to everything, (laughs) being a part of any possible connection point that we can be because then that's where those conversations happen that's where those opportunities pop up and then we can actually say well hey we can do that let's do that and it actually makes life a lot easier for everybody but it also starts to close that gap of service
0: well thank you so much troy i really appreciate you taking the time and letting us all know a little bit more about eureka well
1: thanks again for having me it's been good
0: that's this edition of Off the Page, produced by the Comox Valley Record. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests we would like to hear from you, email us at page at Record.com. Searching for a new home? Make today's HomeBC.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media. You can search hundreds of local listings, all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com.